What is up? Hello there. My name is Jessica Patching Bunch. You can call me JPB. And this is Brain Body Resilience. This is a podcast dedicated to growth, human development, and stressing a little bit less so you can go ahead and live a little bit more. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Brain Body Resilience. I am your host, JPB. Today, we're going to talk about responsibility what it means, who it's for, what to do with it. And let's start with what it means. So I'm a big fan of the dictionary, also the thesaurus. I'm very fascinated by words and the meanings that we assign to those words. Because words create our reality. Words create our thoughts, which create our beliefs, which generally create or at least strongly inform our actions and behaviors. And those things all create us as a human being. And so I like to look at the dictionary for definitions of words. But while I am looking at those definitions, I also take into consideration the fact that the dictionary was written by someone and these definitions are basically just shit we made up and agreed upon. They are a social agreement to adhere to these this current understanding of whatever this thing is in order to have some kind of controlled chaos in this world that we live in, right? But just because I have one meaning for a word doesn't mean that is the only meaning for it. It doesn't mean it's necessarily the correct meaning for it. And it doesn't mean that there isn't another meaning out there for it that I may or may not be aware of, and that I may or may not agree with. Anyway, so basically, we just make shit up and then agree on it. But I like to see what that is. I also know that it's a slippery slope when I am looking into these definitions to see if they serve me or not. There is, there's a line between just thinking outside the box and thinking critically about who wrote these definitions, what they were written for, what time period that was, all of these things are considerations. Um, And also not just completely throwing out that social agreement and going, going left field with it somewhere, because maybe I don't like it. So all of that in consideration before we start here, we are going to look at these um, dictionary definitions of responsibility and what that means. The first one I am going to throw out because it doesn't really address what I'm trying to get to. The next definition is the state or fact of being accountable or to blame for something. I think that is very interesting. That brings to mind for me the the feeling of responsibility. And for me, this brings about kind of a negative connotation, um, feeling responsible or accountable or to blame for something. So I feel like that addresses that, that feeling of responsibility. Third definition we have here is the opportunity or or ability to act independently and make decisions without authorization. I love this one because to me, this speaks more to the action of being responsible for something to act independently and make decisions without authorization. And I feel like that is what it takes to be responsible for yourself. And when I think about what responsibility is, I'm going to break that word down into two words, response and ability, our ability to respond. And I think that that is really important to take a moment to consider what our ability to respond is. 
because response is very different than react. And a lot of us are reacting to our situations, to other people, to the things outside of us. And in order to respond and have that ability to respond the way that we want to, we have to consciously cultivate the tools to do so and consciously cultivate our response ability. And then we can take responsibility for ourselves. And that is the only thing that we are responsible for is ourselves. I think that um, it's a really common thing that we feel responsible for other people. We feel responsible for other people's emotions. We feel responsible for other people's reactions to us. Um, We feel responsible for other people's perceptions of us. And the fact is, we are not responsible for any any of those things. What we are responsible for is ourselves. We are responsible for our thoughts, our actions, how we treat ourselves, and how we treat others. That's it. That is, that is the only thing that we can control. That is the only thing that we can be responsible for. And that brings me back to this first definition here that I kind of threw out earlier, the state or fact of having to deal with something or having control over someone. That is fantastic because the only person that we can deal with or have control over is ourselves. And here in this example, in this definition, it says a true leader takes responsibility for their team. And that's something you might be saying, okay, well, I actually am responsible for my kids. I'm responsible for my employees. I'm responsible for whoever else you might think that you're responsible for. The fact of the matter is, no, you are not. You are responsible for yourself. You are responsible to set a good example for your children. You are responsible for yourself in the way that you take the actions needed in order to provide for your children or to set a good example as a leader or, um, be there and be supportive of, you know, whoever it is you want to care for. But at the end of the day, you are only responsible for your actions, your words, and you can't do anything about the thoughts, actions, beliefs, behaviors of someone else. You are not responsible for them. And so once we understand that we are solely responsible for ourselves, that brings us to another interesting junction here. There's a quote out there that says your wound or your trauma is probably not your fault, but it is your responsibility to heal. And I love that and I couldn't agree more. There are so many things outside of our control in this life, because again, the only thing we can control is ourself. And bad shit happens. I think this year of 2020 exemplifies that perfectly. The pandemic, none of we can't do anything to control that. How we respond to it, we can control. Um, and everything that has come with that as well. And there are, you know, a million other examples I could use there. But I think that that does the job well. What happens to you may not be your responsibility, but how you decide to go forward and deal with it absolutely is. It is not somebody else's responsibility to fix your shit. It is your responsibility to 
figure out how, what you need to heal, to give yourself the tools in order to live your life the way that you want to. Nobody's coming to save you. Your life is your responsibility. You are the person that you have been waiting for. And so if you're blaming your situation on somebody else, or you are blaming anything on someone else, you need to step back and give yourself space to reflect and see what kind of decisions you are making, what kind of stories you are telling yourself. Um, And that brings me to those tools I was talking about in order to have a response ability, the ability to respond in the way that we want to, we have to cultivate those tools. Viktor Frankl has a fantastic quote. And that quote says, between stimulus and response, there is a space. And in that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. So basically what he's saying there is that something happens. And then there is a point where you get to choose the way that you respond. But we have to slow down in order to recognize that there is a space in there between the time that something happens and how we respond. And that space in between is where our power lies because we get to make that conscious choice. And that takes a lot of practice sometimes because as human beings, our brain is wired first and foremost for survival and secondly for efficiency. And so because efficiency is a top priority of our brain and our nervous system, the things that we do most often, and that includes our thoughts, our reactions, and our behaviors, they become habituated, which just means that they become habits. We do them without having to consciously think about it. Our brain is such an incredible tool that we have. It does these things without without our conscious choice, without our approval of it. And sometimes we are habituating actions that are not good for us and they're not getting us in the direction that we want to be going. But if that's what we've been doing always or for a long time, it's just what we do. And so then if we aren't taking conscious control to get in that driver's seat and say, hey, is this, are these habits beneficial to me? Are these habits leading me in the direction that I want to be going? Are these habits doing things for me that make me feel good in my life and about my life? But again, if we don't have that space to stop and ask those questions, then we may not notice. It takes effort and it takes practice. And it also is really uncomfortable to interrupt some of those patterns and habits and shine the mirror on ourselves and say, oh shit, I am responsible for this shitty thing in my life that I don't like. And I have been making these choices and I have been doing these things to create this environment for myself. It's hard. I'm not saying it's easy at all, but creating that space is not complicated. Again, it may not be easy. It It isn't easy, um, but it is necessary for us to take responsibility and have that ability to respond in the way that we want to. And the first of these tools that I always advocate for is breath work, using different breathing techniques, controlled breathing in order to tap into our nervous system. It seems really simple because we breathe all day, every day without thinking about it. And you might be thinking, what the fuck? I breathe all the time and I'm still in this shitty place. Yes, but how are you breathing? And are you consciously 
breathing because we don't have to think about it. It is part of our autonomic system, which means it's automatic. It is controlled without us having to have that conscious control. It is the only autonomic system that we can control on our own. And by doing so, we are sending information to our nervous system about our state. That's what's happening when you're breathing all of the time anyways. And so what kind of information are we sending? The physiology of breathing is incredibly fascinating to me, and I might do a different episode about that, but it is too much to get into here because I want to keep these episodes short. I just want you to know that how you breathe is sending information to your nervous system about your state of being. And by controlling the way that you breathe and consciously focusing on your breath, you're doing two things. You're sending the information that you want to be sending to your nervous system. And there are specific breathing techniques to tap into the parasympathetic side of your system, which is that rest and um, calming side of your nervous system in order to Tell your system that you are safe, that you can calm down, that you can relax. And so you're doing that. And you are also focusing your attention, consciously focusing your attention on your breathing, which makes it so that you cannot spend that attention and energy on whatever other things are causing you to maybe be anxious or stressed out or whatever else is going on. You are focusing on your breath and what information you are sending to your nervous system. And so that is the first of the tools that I always advocate for because one, you have it with you available all the time. Two, it's the most efficient and effective way to change your state of being and change your physiology. And three, it's free and it never runs out. So what I'm saying here is that if you can take responsibility for your breath, and how you are breathing, that is the first step to taking responsibility for yourself. And you are in turn by managing your breath and controlling your breath and learning how to communicate efficiently and effectively with your nervous system and manage your state of being, you are also increasing your response ability, your ability to respond, because you are creating that space in between a stimulus and your reaction. You are giving yourself that time and awareness and creating space in order to manage your response ability, your ability to respond, creating space begins with the ability to focus on something other than your stream of consciousness. And it begins with the ability to create space to have a conscious response to understand where your system is at and understand how you are feeling in the state that you are in. And breathing is, again, the most efficient and effective way to get there. So I am going to wrap it up here because we are running a little bit long today. I try to keep these episodes short and digestible because I know everybody's got shit to do, but we will go further into breathing in later episodes. Today, moral of the story, take responsibility for yourself. You have the tools available to do that. And you are responsible for yourself and no one else. That should be liberating. Try it out. Until next time, peace out.